Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel on what is the first leg of a triple header. We start off our triple header with a discussion with Professor R. Vaidyanathan. He's no stranger to you. And he is going to give a hypothesis today that wars are no longer between countries. Rather, it is between corporates. And uh, let us listen to what Professor R.V. has to say. Professor R.V., Namaskaram and welcome to P. Guru's channel, sir. Thank you very much, uh, Sri Ayer. Namaskaram, Vanakkam and Dhanavad for hosting this. It's always a delight to deal with uh, the audience of P. Guru's because as I always say that they are knowledgeable and very interested and their comments are all very useful and uh, I welcome you all back. Today we will have maybe a short discussion on this uh, Ukraine and Russia based on that what type of uh, situation is evolving and uh, and of course as they say that uh, you know gallons of ink and uh, acres of paper have been spent on that but anyhow nowadays it is all net based so there is no ink or uh, paper, but still that is the phraseology which is used. Almost all the experts have uh, chewed up the entire discussion. But one important thing I feel is uh, missing or rather not adequately focused, which is there from the Iraq uh, war by the US. Even before that it was there, but not of that magnitude. Outsourcing of lot of activities of this war. This is what is taking place. For instance, in Iraq, of course, Iraq, uh, US claimed that they have chemical weapon and other things. All finally, they couldn't even locate a, a bottle of uh, hydrochloric acid. That type of, uh, you know. But uh, you know, nobody seems to condemn them for that or anything. Anyhow, what I want to stress is uh, during the Second World War time, for instance, there is a huge core called uh, Army Supply Corps. It's a big division, big uh, activity. And ASC, it called a large number of my own relatives were members of that. They were all positioned in uh, Sudan, Egypt, Singapore. Their job is to continuously, it's a basically a huge supply chain from the origin point to the uh, point of the war. And then, uh, you know, getting back uh, uh, the used uh, materials and other things, cleaning up. And so, ASC was a very huge uh, department. Now the entire activity of the supply is handed over to private fellows. The private people are the ones who are uh, you know, taking up the task and uh, quite a large number of these private contractors have entered this field and uh, it's lucrative for them and outsourcing is also advantageous to the army. So this is one thing which has taken place. Second is I was surprised to learn sappers and miners known as the Tambi regiment in India. Actually, the Madras Regiment is uh, called Thambi Regiment. Sappers and miners. Incidentally, Veeravail, Vetrivail is one of their uh, slogans. And uh, anyhow, so this uh, Sappers and miners is also outsourced. People in uh, Ukraine, a lot of these people who are working in order to find uh, are there any uh, hidden mines and other things are all private people. And uh, so many other activities. You know, I was in Atlanta during the Iraq invasion. <laughs> He was worried. I told my American colleague, you know, in a light-hearted fellow way, you people are so dumb. You may not know the difference between I for Iraq, I for Iran and I for India. I hope, you know, nobody goes and uh, blast India in the midst of all this country. And uh, my colleague was um, 
very numerous man. He told, don't worry, Nathan. They call me Nathan. Don't worry, Nathan. All these fellows sitting before the computer terminals are all your country fellows only. So they would, <laughs> they would know where to bomb and where not to bomb another thing. Again, very interesting. In the olden time, very old time, if you read the history, uh, there used to be two infantry on either side and then, you know, a charge, you will say, the, the king of one side and then they will begin to charge and it's no more like that actually. It's, uh, you know, you can sit anywhere in the world, Alabama or Alaska, or, and then press the buttons and then the bombs are dropped in uh, various locations. That's all. There is no, uh, there are a couple of reasons for this. One reason is uh, a single body bag coming into JFK will create so much amount of noise and consternation. US and uh, same thing for EU. No white man wants to die the war. You know, I always used to say, if you recall, uh, the British commander told, we will fight the Germans to the last Indians. Same way now they are telling, they will fight the Russians to the last Ukrainian. So much noise is made. Have you ever noticed? No country wants to send anybody there. No white man wants to die. One is, of course, in Europe, they have lost the will to fight. They are all want to go to pubs and want to go to music and beaches and other things. They don't mind holding placard, you know, oh, democracy should be saved and Ukraine should be saved and walk around here and there in Paris and Barcelona and London and then they will go home. That's all. Not a single fellow will come to really join. One is, of course, the European thing is very old and what is that called? Belgian, I always recall, their average age of the Belgian army is 42-43 and their belt size is also 42-43. What can they fight? Whom they can fight? Nothing. So this is, uh, Europe has lost the will to fight. A small group in Germany may be enthusiastic in fighting. Second is, Europe as a concept is dead. Everyone wants to have their own deals. Germany wants to have a quiet deal with Ukraine and Russia. They say, that's okay, you go on supplying gas through the pipeline. France is explicit. France is no. Even in the earlier time, France told we will have our continuous relationship with China. You know, other countries can make any noise and other things. So, privatization of war is increasingly taking place in the context of technology as well as in the context of uh, the lack of uh, human beings ready to fight. And the third is, of course, the fight is uh, with the other side. Yeah, you want to say something? Yes, sir. I just wanted to add to what you said that when the list of sanctions were being drawn up, Italy made sure that Gucci will not be on no, the list. He is excluded. It's one of the luxury items, but quietly it is removed. You know, these are, you know, what do you call, Europe is no more uh, after the Brexit. Every country, you know, takes care of its own and they come and uh, tell uh, India, uh, you know, what you should do, why India should be bothered. Second is, you look at the map, very interesting, world map. All the countries which are siding or which are making noises about Ukraine, democracy, peace and all these things are all white countries, except Japan. All are white. That patch is completely nice, actually. The entire other non-white world is silent. Either they are absenting or they are... And I, for instance, a country like India, why should we bother if Russia wants to attack Ukraine? Let them do it. For the 70 years in the uh, in our life, we have always 
been self-righteous and gave our uh, bhashan. Any conflict anywhere in the world. Fortunately, day before yesterday, I read a uh, report whether when the foreign ministry has condemned the Arab, Arab, Palestinian groups, terrorist attack inside Israel. Not many people have observed this. This is the first time in the history, if I can recall, 70 years, we have clearly condemned Palestinian terrorist activity inside Israel, in Philippines. This is fine. This, you know, this is our enlightened self-interest, I would say. Otherwise, you know, Venezuela, some crisis, so India will make a statement. Uh, Madagascar, some crisis, India. People have to locate many of these places in maps, actually. But we will continue to make. But let us make statement. I don't mind. You know, good. You know, like uh, what they call the Americans call apple pie and uh, you know mom. That type of statements. You know, like non-violence is important. Uh, you know, negotiations are important. Gandhi is important. All that nobody will deny. All of them are important. Nobody is. But uh, why should we participate? Why should we have any other? And it is not required for uh, India to have a stand on everything, court stand type of thing. Why? So many people are fighting in so many locations. Second point, all white are doing this. Second point, nobody seems to talk about it. A huge war is taking place between Saudi Arabia and Yemen. The belt, Yemen, then uh, this uh, uh, Burkina Faso, in the southeast Nigeria, all that if you put a circle, a huge uh, configuration is coming up there. The Boko Arab is becoming very strong. They are, you know, they, are, they make a Taliban as a tea party. Taliban kills people in, you know, from 10s and 15s and Boko Haram 200-300. They are, they are mass type of a, uh, what one can call uh, people who send you to heaven. So that is uh, having a huge amount of influence there and all the Middle East kings are in panic. You see the face of MBS. He's Saudi Arabian uh, princes are talking about reforms. Of course, if he allows women to walk on the road, it will be a great reform. New York Times will write editorial, Washington Post will say uh, Saudi Arabia is changing and women allowed to walk on the road is a big deal there actually. Like that, you know, or driving and anyhow, all the kings, they are unelected and unelectable. They are all in deep uh, turmoil and uh, unbelievable things are taking place. Huge churning. Can you believe Turkey sitting with uh, Israel? Can you believe Israel and Iran are having, uh, you know, uh, indirect uh, talks? Can you believe this, uh, you, know, the, you know, the UAE is opening up to Israel? So many changes because the princes and kings are extremely worried about this uh, uh, jihadi element. For the creation of these princes and kings, that's a very important thing. They were the ones who originally funded and encouraged them and now it is biting them. You know, the old story about, you know, you can't grow snakes in your garden in the backside. And one day or other, one or two of them will escape and try to bite you. So this is the type of... Uh, uh, situation there. That is not focused. That war is not focused. Nobody is asking uh, why are uh, you know uh, to give some uh, what one can call sanctions against Saudi Arabia for uh, creating this war in. So what I want to stress is these are as per the convenience of the whites. 
let's be very clear about it and their decline has started there is no to question about it and all the institutions of them is also on decline this uh, united nation who cares about united nation conduct a quiz among the elite of india not us us elites uh, will not know anything about uh, uh, un uh, uh, in the school uh, curriculum they may not even know who is their own president forget about uh, the if you conduct among uh, the bright children in india who is the chief of un many may not be able to answer that is the level of uh, importance that wuhan health organization nobody cares you have human rights can you believe that human rights organization in un which is which is uh, having members you know that who are all the council people saudi arabia cuba sudan pakistan these are all supposed to monitor the human rights of other countries you know the, the whole uh, international organizations have become a joke world bank is full of scandals imf is full of scandals so this is the type of situation it's a huge you know churning which is uh, taking place alternate institutions have not come somebody asked if un is closed what will happen i told the new york liquor sale will come down by 50% that's the only you know impact uh, if un is closed daytime it's a talking uh, shop evening it's a huge pub open pub that is the type of uh, thing which we have developed and so the along with the international institution the voice of countries like us are no more uh, listened to this is something very interesting taking place i am telling you the ruble sale of uh, fixing it to uh, this uh, gold as well as announcing sale in ruble of the oil and the acceptance of it by some of the middle east countries and china also showing interest this is going to alter the entire scenario in the world actually so us is realizing that its voice is not being heard what uh, it was doing from vietnam to you know the recent uh, uh, iraq uh, afghanistan it wanted to change regimes in 1999 tony blair gave a speech in chicago that's a very excellent speech and it's uh, one of the what one can call uh, uh, really goes into the history as a major speech some 4000 uh, business people uh, stock exchange people brokers students academician scientist attended that it is a 1999 chicago chamber of commerce speech by tony blair where he laid the foundation for regime change first and for first time of solid theoretical um, explanation justification was given for regime change what he told is quote and quote civilized countries have a right to change the regime of other countries you see if you go back to 1648 that westphalian consensus in westphalia all this after that 80 year war and 100 year all bogus they fight for 15 years and call it a 100 year war because they announced 100 years they will do the war and after 15 years they become tired and but still it is called 100 year war anyhow after all that is over in westphalia they all assembled this uh, swedish and uh, uh, portuguese and uh, catalonians and uh, church of church also roman church all of them and then formed what is known as a westphalian consensus on sovereign states they told each sovereign state should have its own uh, uh, defined borders and its sovereignty should be respected 
no sovereign state should interfere in the affairs of the other. That is the basic uh, sovereign state Westphalian consensus which was followed for a long period of time, at least in theory, if not in practice. Many times in practice, US violated this and uh, they wanted to. Vietnam is a good example. Anyhow, Tony Blair says, he, you know, he put some five um, essential conditions for regime change. Basically, what he says is, if we white people don't like, we can change the regime. Simple. This was in the context of Kosovo, then it became for Iraq, then, uh, you know, what was happening in various uh, countries. So, this regime change, uh, um, uh, uh, what one can call proposition, which is more or less accepted, not denied or anything, is uh, very dangerous. Is going to be a path-breaking type of a, a future uh, developments can take place. Same thing uh, Russia is telling. You can't put a nuclear weapon in um, Ukraine and then tell us to keep quiet. You remember Cuban missile, what was the Cuban missile crisis? Essentially, US was not uh, happy about any type of uh, missile being surrounding its own uh, uh, region. If you put something in Hawaii, near Hawaii, or if you put something near uh, you know, any of the Caribbean islands, they are not going to accept it. Even China is now telling this uh, four country alliance, uh, India, Australia, Japan and uh, USA. Uh, they say that it is similar to NATO because you are trying to uh, surround us with all this. What is our... So this whole issue is going to become very large and regime change is not going to be obviously accepted by others. And let us be very, very clear. Our interest is most important. Our primary interest is Indian interest. And so far, according to me, Indian government has done good in terms of keeping quiet on this uh, Russia-Ukraine uh, war and other things. And uh, also, you know, it would facilitate if we could get some advantage in terms of discounted price from Russia. That should be our aim. And actually, if we had only done properly in agriculture, we could be reaping huge benefits. Today, the world requires huge amount of wheat and other products because of the... Ukraine was supposed to have been the, you know, the major uh, grain uh, provider for the world. Unbelievable, actually. Ukraine is also providing doctors to India. Anything can happen in the world. So, this is... Uh, if we had only nurtured our agriculture, we could have phenomenally taken advantage of the current situation. Our interest should be the primary thing. It doesn't matter. A democracy in peril and as if we are a wholesale distributor of democracy or what? We are not. We have our own method of democracy where the 20 families here and there run uh, like uh, you know headless chicken and try to find alternative in our country. So we don't have to export uh, democracy or anything. We can export wheat and make money out of it. That's much more critical than exporting uh, democracy. So there are four things which we should recognize and a war is no more between so-called countries and a lot of it is outsourced. And even human beings, Ukraine, lot of fighters are not uh, Ukrainian. They are all from other places and uh, you know crap is told that they want to pr protect and preserve democracy and all crap. They are all paid mercenaries. Let's use the correct word for them actually. One fellow from Coimbatore also supposed to have joined them. And later, I don't know what happened. He, he changed his mind or something. All of these fellows are either ex-army fellows or youngsters or all paid to fight a war. 
and uh, you know the europe uh, europeans of course are strongly condemning the ussr action that they will always do and phone calls are made i think the international phone companies are making huge amount of money because every alternate uh, our you know uh, biden is uh, talking with that fellow ukraine fellow ukraine fellow is talking with uh, uh, what one can call turkey fellow turkey fellow is talking with uh, macron you observe very closely germany and france are not fully into this uh, at all everybody is you know it's a nuri kusti you know in tamil it is called kambu sutra everybody is telling ah oh, what uh, to russia nothing is happening <laughs> nothing is happening 150 planes are grounded there or their uh, this lease arrangement has come to an end who is to pick up those planes who is to you know drive it outside and you also have put regulations on terms of uh, you know the air 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 space being used these are all and don't take this uh, noises made by european countries too seriously they make a lot of noises increasingly i am finding biden is also one of those he makes wrong noises at wrong places one of his speeches he told that uh, confused between ukraine and iran i think anyhow he is having his own uh, uh, memory loss and other thing he is the second catholic to occupy that position kindly remember no other uh, catholic uh, kennedy after that this, normally they are not very enthusiastic about putting catholics into such important position but anyhow he is occupied so he went to poland which is the most uh, uh, you know closely aligned with the church and uh, church itself is not very aggressively coming forward in this issue about uh, you know attacking this so they make lot of statements statements you can make any number of statements so war is now and the corporates are also involved in other ways banks are saying uh, we will not accept a check from uh, russia swift is uh, closing down and some of these uh, you know facebook and uh, this uh, are also and many of the other small small also kentucky fried chicken and uh, mcdonald and other thing are all withdrawing some major manufacturing companies are telling we are not going to uh, be in russia as of now they are all telling let's wait and see so lot of corporates are getting involved and uh, it is not required that they will always be aligned with the american interest let's be very clear google is a country if you don't uh, know understand that you are nowhere google is not uh, us or anything google is a country by itself and uh, this uh, tesla fellow is a country by itself sooner or later i visualize in 4 5 year they will issue passports they will issue passports stamp visa wherever they are at you can go to those countries without any uh, difficulty country mean what you will enter into google uh, platform uh, you will uh, get down from the you know airlines go through google visa counter and then get into uh, google hotel and then uh, uh, google uh, conference halls and other thing and you may not have any uh, linkages with outside other than this similarly if you have got uh, google has got alliances with uh, samsung then you can have you know, change from mountain so the huge corporates have become uh, much much bigger than sovereign nation many of the small countries are nothing before this uh, big corporates so they will decide the shape and source and uh, nature of the wars and uh, color is also as i told you the white color as of now is dominating 
in issuing statements against Russia. And the era of white is declining, era of yellow is rising now. Very important to recognize. Then brown and then black. It's a sort of a cyclical little cup. So yellow is rising. I'm telling you in next two to three years, China will be recognized as a single superpower. Even today, mark my word, no country and the Tuhan Health Organization also has come out categorically about the origin of this uh, Corona or COVID. Whether it is a, it has been spread from the lab, whether it is due to some animal, whether it is intentional and in nothing. All these fellows went and they were taken on a conducted tour of the Wuhan lab. Like I told earlier, like Tirupati Darshan, before you reach the God, they will say Jargande, Jargande, you know, go away, go away. <laughs> Not even five seconds. So the same thing was given treatment. No country has uh, categorically told that uh, Chinese are wrong. It's a very interesting thing. And one of my French colleagues jokingly told, you tell Chinese leader name, many of the European leaders wet their pants. That is the situation today. 52% of the manufacturing in the world is from China today, whether you like it or not. They are currently 18.5 trillion. Sooner or later, they will reach 21, 22 trillion, which is more than that of US. Nominal term I am talking about, not purchasing power term or anything. So there, they will be recognized another till, uh, you know, uh, 2040 or 2050, they will be. After that, the demography issues will come and uh, significant decline will take place and all those things. But uh, another 20, 30 years, they are going to be 30 years. They are going to be the major power. Let us accept, let us recognize. Let's not, uh, you know, go on chanting the old uh, US uh, thing. A lot of uh, my friends are there in US. It offers a good credit, green card and other thing. But the way the cost of insurance, cost of healthcare and other thing is going up, it's not a very attractive place for uh, retirement living at least. So that is what is happening. Anyhow, let's wait and see. So four developments, kindly note, no more wars between countries. It's a war outsourced. It's a privatized war, actually. You know, everybody wants to have privatization. So people are telling it's not the business of government to be in business. Now they will talk telling it's not the business of government to be in conducting wars. Wars can be one. Second is, it's more in terms of uh, uh, no more sovereign countries or anything. Regime change is natural. So it is a civilizational issues. If I don't like your culture, if I don't like your civilization, I can come and uh, I can say that we are more uh, civilized than you and other thing. So that is the third is so why it is is on decline. Let's be very clear about it. And the replacement of the white is obviously coming from the yellow on a global scale. So that is what the last time also I told many people were very annoyed or unhappy about it. The Russia, India, China alliance will be the only answer for the global situation and uh, let's wait and see how it all develops let's wait and see more what's the development in the middle east and all those boko haram area how much they are going to and already taliban has won and quietly settled down 
to the extent is not imran khan says china is the only country which is following islamic principles can you beat that <laughs> when you are you know they say uh, you know absolute power corrupts absolutely imminent loss of power corrupts infinitely so that thing is coming up i think imminent loss of power has uh, made him mentally anyhow it's all right he he has to say something so he has given the certificate of uh, what halal certificate to china i'm very i'm very happy about it china is uh, on uh, you can put a stamp on china halal so you are quite okay imran himself has told this like that anyhow so we will kindly observe what is happening in houthis what is happening in yemen what is happening in burkina faso what is happening in uh, southeast of uh, nigeria these are the ones which are uh, the major hotspots to watch while everybody is talking about ukraine ukraine and nothing will happen there right so and of course our good friend ayer uh, has introduced him to me uh, narasimha rao says the period of april is going to be a, a period of a lot of uh, uh, what one can call uh, you know lot of uh, uncertainties conflicts and terror and other things because he says there is a uh, interaction between the saturn and uh, mars and according to him it's a very 4th of april to practically 22nd or 23rd i don't exactly remember generally the month of april he says is a month of uncertainty let us hope for the best and uh, thanks uh, once again they have uh, co- what he says corporates will have as they have no they public get too strong there will be anti anti corporate war who will conduct that is a problem all other individuals like you and me have to take some uh, you know <laughs> and that is who will conduct that i agree with you there is a lot of uh, you know anti anti corporate feeling is there otherwise g20 won't talk about uh, minimum alternate tax of 15% another thing because none of these corporate fellows pay any tax in us you may be knowing about it actually this It's all the tax inversion huh? tax inversion tax inversion yeah. do everything in one country and don't pay tax there pay tax somewhere else correct they are all into tax havens another karnik good point what will happen if rsc alliance happen you know this pakistan is bugging everybody i think you know pakistan is gone it's a you know it's it's like some people criticizing uh, this uh, what is that our, our name barkadat uh, uh, as uh, about her you know she is now retired in a sense i would say and then so no point in trying and some people are attacking nehru and it's all gone so similarly pakistan is written off it's one of those uh, sick child which is uh, here and there they make noises and uh, actually if you ask me india give more importance to pakistan than they what they deserve there is uh, nothing we also have capable in terms of uh, pressing buttons and then hitting other target now we have got that capability let's be very clear at last we have acted you might have read in paper about uh, two fellows who were uh, terrorists who were involved in indian uh, terror activities some 20 years before they were quietly you know killed today in uh, uh, pakistan by unknown quote unquote right so it's nothing don't i think i don't know pakistan is uh, like your cockroach 
it's a huge problem but let's not get swayed by it it's gone according to me pakistan is a past pakistan can we have a very short debate on pros and cons of india backing russia versus india backing west india backing west you can back nothing wrong about it <laughs> but west uh, is between icu and uh, mercury where do you back it right they themselves are not very serious you think denmark or you think uh, belgium or you think uh, uh, france is going to send a lot of this uh, is uh, white uh, soldiers to march on ukraine streets you are mad fellows it will never happen some statements they will give i love them actually and some of their statements are very strong also uh, like bidan was bidan was very angry he, he told something like uh, putin is a dictator or some such thing right some some words he used putin is evil and uh, i also agree putin is evil biden is evil <laughs> macron is evil <laughs> statements don't mean anything so so there is nothing to back uh, west why there is no ruckus on nsc fraud in parliament that's a good question i also asked <laughs> i i asked this uh, question right there are there are some uh, what i can call good scams and bad scams in india all are scams but uh, some are considered as good scams some are like in those days uh, what was that was it not trump i think uh, was the US? he told that uh, that fellow is a terrorist but he is our our bastard he is our so i think i think it's henry kissinger who said that yeah henry kissinger told that right yeah, yeah. he is yeah. our so like that there are good scams in india which i think uh, you know very polite and elite people except p gurus type of channels which are very concerned about probity in public life probity in public life is wrong so that's a, so this falls under the category of good scams which one this nsc scam and that shashitharur you know his wife that's also a good murder you know there are good murders and bad murders <laughs> can you beat that there is a law in this country that within 7 years of marriage if there is an unnatural death of the uh, spouse then uh, there should be an interrogation and there should be action nothing is no i don't think he was ever interrogated even right so <laughs> good death good murders bad murders good scams bad scams uh and then what and and this is a good talk <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, you very much sir. thank you thank you very much sir namaskaram